Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions, hosted by author, speaker, coach, and singer-songwriter Creelan Peters, also known as the Fear Whisperer. Listen in as Creelan interviews powerful people who have tamed their fears, learned to embrace their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Hi, and welcome back to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions. I'm your host, Creelan Peters. Thanks so much for joining us today. I have a wonderful special guest, Pooja Madden. Madan, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought I got it right. Pooja Madan. Oh. <laughs> I had it right when we were talking. Well, okay, so Pooja Madan is on the show. Let me just tell you a little bit about her before I bring her on the line and apologize profusely for mispronouncing her name. Uh, Pooja is a spiritual life coach for mission-driven healers, entrepreneurs, and coaches. Through her one-on-one coaching, retreats, and online programs, she helps women embrace their intuitive, spiritual gifts to create more time and freedom in their business. She's the author of the upcoming book, New Woman, New Earth, and contributes regularly to publications like the Huffington Post, Mind Body Green, and Elephant Journal. So welcome, Pooja, to the show. Hello there. It's so good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, and I'm so excited to to have you on and to to learn more about what you're doing. And I I read that the Huffington Post. That's really impressive. So I I might ask you about that. But uh, before we get into that, I just want you to be able to to take a minute and share more about your story and how you've learned to get out of your own damn way. Hmm. Um, I just want to first start with how amazing it is what you're doing, getting out of your own way and giving tools and resources to people. I really think it is the only thing we need is to get out of our own way. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to extend my gratitude to you oh, for doing the work that you, you do. Really, I, I'm happy do. to do it, and I'm grateful for, for people like you who are doing other wonderful work in the world towards that as well. Mm, thank you. Okay, so a little bit about my story and how I got to doing what I'm doing. I guess I would say it started in my 20s when, um, you know, I grew up in India and I had just finished my MBA. And right away I got uh, uh, I got hired as a product manager for a tech startup. And so for most of my 20s, I, st- I, I spent working in, in the technology sector, mostly in tech startups. I also spent one year trying to start my own company, which failed very, very miserably. <laughs> but the first thing that I experienced was uh, uh, I had to repress my feminine side in order to do well in this work mm. environment mm-hmm. because it was a, mostly a male-dominated environment and it was also a very left-brained mm-hmm. uh, system of working the processes and everything and so I was very good at that I was very good I was a very good manager I led teams I trained um, I trained people I so there was a lot of people under me and I was doing really well in in an outward sense you know mm-hmm. in terms if you looked looked at my life from the outside in I was I was making more money than I could spend I was going on vacations I was getting raises I had a very good name uh, for myself in the industry Mm-hmm. But I could feel that something was amiss mm-hmm. 
And it was starting to show up in my body and in my mind, and it was starting to show up in other aspects of my life, in my health, in my relationships, and in just my general relationship with myself. Mm -hmm. And so to me, getting out of my own way (laughs) was uh, sort of allowing the softer, more regenerative energy of the feminine to enter my life. And it didn't happen immediately. It happened Later in my 20s, when I was diagnosed with gigantic fibroids, and you know, our our most the feminine the most feminine aspect of a woman is her uterus, you know, and her breast. So I know that when these areas are impacted in any way through any sickness, any ailment, any tumor, any cancerous growth, we know that this is um, a, a, an attack really on our on our feminine side. And so mm-hmm. that was my wake up call of getting out of my way and along along the way even though I was working in the tech startup world I was leading a double life I also was exploring meditation and spiritual studies throughout <laughs> my 20s <laughs> so you know there was this like the weekends where energy work and crystals and meditation and then my weekdays were oh, spent funny. like you know <laughs> launching products and setting up websites and and uh, reviewing use cases and what have you so I knew that these worlds would collide at some point. And so they collided when I was 28 years old and I had this diagnosis. And I knew that I had to combine, have this balance between the masculine and the feminine, the yin and the yang, and the intuitive and the logical and the, uh, you know, so and the spiritual and the practical. And so that is what began my journey really into this work that I do and into my own my calling, as you would call it, you know, it comes usually through deep pain, and that was my my pain of sort of not being able to bridge this gap between these two worlds. Right. No, absolutely. I totally relate to that, and I I was laughing because I've been there, and it's it's like you that double life. I love how you said that mm. because you know we I I know I firmly believe in practicing what I preach, but when I'm not. I see like there's so much dissonance and discord mm. and and it manifests for me in physical symptoms as well. So I totally relate to your experience of that and and how many of us are like that? I I've met so many women who are experiencing the same types of things. I know. I we, think it's amazing. Yeah. It is. And then when you talked about the left brain, I do so much work around creativity. And um, I, I use creativity for healing all the time, and I don't do it as a sense of, like, the artistic creativity. I do, but not all the time. Mm. But what I try and educate people on um, through – I have an annual summit called the Creativity and Wellness Summit – is really that we need to learn how to marry our left and right brain and to use mm. both of them equally because when we are just so one way or the other, we're out of balance. Yeah, absolutely. And what you said about women having these challenges like you did in your body, I feel as women we are so deeply connected to our body, whether we like it or not, you know, that we <laughs> right. process we process everything through our bodies. And so the yeah. moment there's an imbalance, it shows up in the body right away. Like there is really no time <laughs> gap. You know, we'll break a leg or we'll fall sick or something more serious happens, but our bodies are telling us, Something is out of whack, this energy is not flowing, and the balance is not there. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly the kind of women I end up working with as well who are 
suffering either in their relationships because that's the other symptom, you know, when your relationships are out of balance and in the body. Right. So I think these are important messages for us to really tune into and and use them to sort of come home to ourselves and find that balance and share that with other women as well. It is, and, and and I talk, too, about that disconnection that we have because when we live in, you know, someone um, on a previous show said uh, living above the neck, and I loved that phrase. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because, and you know what I'm talking about just by saying mm-hmm. that. Like we live in our heads and, and our spinning thoughts and our analysis paralysis and, all you know, whatever you want to call it, and we get disconnected. It's like I, I feel, you know, I have this image. I'm a very, you know, visual person, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, we are like these floating heads. <laughs> yeah, we're detached from our bodies, and we forget that our that our body is is there to protect us, and it, it's sending us signals all the time. And so, pain doesn't mean you know cursing and that life is over. It means slow mm. down, take a minute, see what's happening, adjust as necessary. And then move forward. It, you know, and so I think we misinterpret yeah. the signals a lot of times too, because Absolutely. we're busy and we have we have very big missions, and that's the other thing. And I know from talking with you um, just right before the show that you you are one of those big mission um, women business owners as well, where we have this this huge calling. And um, so it, it is finding that balance so that we can do the work that we're meant to do here in the world. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like we have to be careful to not burn out mm-hmm. with our missions and <laughs> uh, and not let the desire to grow and expand exponentially get get to uh, get to our our physical health and our emotional health. And I I feel like again, you know, I have to walk my talk every day and have yeah. my mornings where I'm centering and grounding myself and setting my intentions and doing my meditations before I give off myself to others because as women we naturally give so much and we forget that we have nothing to offer unless we are overflowing and we, yeah. we know our body tells us when to rest and how to when to create when not to uh, mm-hmm. you know and when we need to be social and be hanging out with people and when we need to be inside and just be by ourselves and and all of those things, and I, I feel it's important for for especially mission-driven entrepreneurs to know how to do that dance, that energy dance between yin and yang. So it's, it um, is, and I I so appreciate that you said all of that because I I sometimes take care of myself over other people's expectations hmm. and. And just, you know, like I might have plans with someone, but my energy is off and I just, I'm like, I can't, I just can't go out tonight. I can't do it. It's just, mm. I need to stay home. And it's also honoring yourself and being, um, I, I always like to be transparent, but, you know, under, having that understanding that it's okay and to give yourself permission mm. because I think that a lot of women are also were raised to be good girls, people pleasers, <laughs> not rock the boat, and and it's okay. Like I've had friends disappointed and friends have disappointed me, but you know what? You get over it and you realize that, you know, I would rather my friend be full and have her cup 
run us over. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> then yeah. to, you know, just go to a concert because I want to go, right? <laughs> yeah. No, this is, I'm so glad you brought this up. This is such a big thing. I mean, the guilt that women experience when they prioritize themselves over everything else, it is immense. It is deep-rooted. It runs through lifetimes. It mm-hmm. is, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of uh, deep-seated in our unconscious mind, actually. So, the fear of that, and, and you know, you talk so much about fears, and the fear of being rejected or being disapproved of by someone else is so it can it can eat us up alive. Yeah. And uh, I do feel that you know, as women, it is our sacred duty to work through some of the guilt and the inner criticism that we have inherited through through these you know thousands of years of living in a patriarchal world. And mm-hmm. releasing that and letting ourselves off the hook and letting our sisters off the hook as well and honoring and supporting each other when, you know, when the energy is not there and we need to just rest and or we just need to, you know, stay indoors. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, you know, I, I feel like there is, it, it can be tricky. Sometimes you can be in a funk and you really just want to stay indoors and not meet anybody, but going out and meeting someone actually can change your whole energy. Yeah, it is definitely I think there is, but I think more or less the women that I work with and the one, you know, that and now when you're sharing, I feel more or less it is just this deep guilt of like, what will they think? Or will I not be in their good books anymore? Or will I lose that friendship or that relationship because I'm saying yes to myself? And I think... When we are connected with our inner, in our, with our core, with our center, it becomes easy for us to say yes to things that matter and that are our priorities, that align with our higher truth. Mm-hmm. And it becomes also very easy, therefore, to say no to stuff that is not lining up. So, yes. you know. I, I um, definitely agree. And I think, um, I, for me, I've learned to tell the difference because I've done so much mm-hmm. work that... You know, there's times when I kind of want to go out, but my energy is low. But I know that yeah. going out or, you know, doing whatever is going yeah. to help my energy in a certain way. Now, I'm an introvert who looks like an extrovert to everybody on the outside. So I need my downtime, but I also understand that I need my girlfriend time, yeah. I need my my dancing and my yoga mm-hmm. and my music. Like, I need culture. Like, that's what I'm drawn to when I go out is, is cultural right. things. And and it feeds my soul. But so there's, there's sometimes that disconnect of, oh, I don't really feel like going out, but I know I'm going to feel mm. better. So it's I, I know when to push myself and yes. when not to push myself. This is the beauty of being a woman, Gillen, because we have that inner compass, you know, <laughs> it is strong and it is loud <laughs> and it tells us exactly what what is going to serve us and serve everyone around us mm-hmm. when we when we know. So I, I just I love that you have developed it and I know you support your clients and your audience in doing that, as do I, and I think it's one of the most precious gifts that as women we can reclaim. It's always been there. But our intuition and our connection with our what I call our inner goddess is mm, really the mm-hmm. most is the most precious gift we can give ourselves because it never leads us astray. Absolutely, and and tell tell me more because I know that we kind of started to talk and then we got off on tangents as I always do on this show. Um, I love tangents. I do too. <laughs> I tangent. And I also love coming back around full circle. So I love both of them because 
really the tangent is not a tangent. It's all related, and I love how it's all interconnected. But what comes up for me is wanting to know the how, because I know that's one of the biggest questions my clients mm. always have is how. And we won't get into a philosophical discussion because I don't think that's the right question mm. to ask all the time. But I do think it's important for people to know other people's journey. So you were in this left brain world. You were really good at it. You, it looked great on the outside, and you have this double life with your right brain. How did <laughs> you reconcile that? How did you go from this left brain world to integrating more of the right brain into mm. and into your life? Yeah. So you know, after the diagnosis, I knew very clearly that this was a sign, as if. There was, you know, there could be no greater message for me that something had to change. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I had been for the last seven, eight years before that, I had already been exploring meditation and a lot of energy work. And what I didn't mention was that historically my my entire life I had been a very sick child. I had a lot of physical ailments. I had dental problems. I had you know, uh, bronchial infections, I had digestive issues, I had the, the worst kind of period. So throughout this time, even before my diagnosis, I had already been working on, you know, with acupuncture and with a lot of other healing modalities, I had been working on releasing some of this toxicity from my body and my mind. So the meditation along with, but when the diagnosis came, I really explored nutrition, I went to nutrition school. And in that time, you know, it was sort of like a downtime for me. And at this time, I had my own social media practice, and I was in a position where, you know, I was uh, doing well enough that I could scale down my work and still sustain myself and explore more fully what my heart was wanting to explore, you know, this the, the, the right brain business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I started to do that, and it became very clear to me that there was a pathway for women, a blueprint, which combined the practical with the metaphysical, the spiritual, with the with you know the daily day to day kind of uh, practices and techniques and tools, the east with the west, I I could see that there was uh, a blueprint that was starting to unfold in front of me, and as soon as I started to get it, I started to share it. And so in the beginning, it was just, I was just, you know, just doing classes or talking to friends. But eventually, I started to take it to the next level. I started to do retreats for women and more organized workshops and play shops, as I call them, mm-hmm. and coaching. And so what I find very interesting is, for me, that the best way for us to get out of our own way is, okay, you get out of your way, but then what replaces you in that in that spot and to me that is spirit source god your higher power call it what you what you want it's just semantics but you become the person who's the ceo is the one who's getting things done you're the Mm -hmm. operations person and then spirit becomes the board is the chairman of the board and so i really (laughs) i don't do anything anymore without guidance and I don't want to, I don't want to work alone. Uh, it's, I don't want to feel separate from this oneness I experience with spirit and with all of, all of humanity. And so to me, I am best suited to serve when I have spirit by my side. And so to me, that has been the big change. And that is what I am now guiding women towards of how to be more surrendered and more trusting to divine guidance 
And then taking that into a more practical level of, okay, how to schedule your day and you right. know, how to, <laughs> like, there's a lot of practical aspect to it. And my left brain really helps with that because I had, you know, I was a manager. And so I did, I, I, I was running teams and products and things like that. So I know how those systems work. Mm-hmm. So how to manage, you know, your relationship with money, for instance, or how to manage your relationship with time. So those are the practical aspects, but the left brain aspect of it is to how to let the divine speak through you, how to let that guidance be the bigger strategy than your business strategy. Because I find that women can get caught up with, oh, I need a copywriter, I need a branding expert, I need a website, I need all of that. But, you know, unless you have that inner compass, right. say, unless you have that, unless you're connected with your core, nothing will ever line up. And so, you know, it's a beautiful dance, as I say, between yin and yang, which I am getting better at. And as soon as I learn something new and I share it, and this is the blueprint that I now share with with women on on combining, the, you know, the spiritual aspect with the practical aspect mm-hmm. so that they're never, they're never lost, they're never confused. And another thing I find often is that, you know, if we're, uh, if we let our ambition take over our mission, which is a higher purpose, what happens is we get everything. And I have clients who reach the six figures and have bagged the big speaking gigs and have, you know, the accolades and the recognition and the vacations in Bali. And they're unhappy because they were never aligned with their, with their core, with their higher self. Yeah. And so there is also the flip side of chasing again, uh, you know, outside things without being connected with your inner uh, inner core. So I find that it, it's really, it's important and vital, especially if women want to have an impact on the world, that we are not just, it's not just the work that we do and how it helps others. It is how we, through our very powerful connection with our own higher authentic self, are inspiring others. Mm-hmm. through our actions. It is really our walking the walk <laughs> and talking the talk that is the inspiration. It is not the work we do and not the courses we offer and not right. the talks we give. You know, it is really, uh, and in that we inspire our families and our children and our communities. And that to me is the impact we have globally, that ripple effect of women stepping into their power and shining their light and walking through life with this balance. And that is the inspiration even more than the work we create. It, it is, and I and I, I love that you bring that up because it's you're articulating everything that I think. Like it, you know, mm. sometimes it's difficult to to really say what it is, but you're, you're able to really pinpoint that. And it's, it is about um, that theme of being aligned and balanced, but but you're saying it in a way that just makes. So much sense, like probably clearer than most people I've ever heard talk about this. So that's just wonderful and how we really need to embrace both because I, I was kind of starting to allude to this before with the, the how question that a lot of us focus on the how. How do you do social media? Yeah. How do you do? And unless you know what you're going to do on it, unless you know how you're going to present yourself, which is who you are, then mm. it doesn't matter because... Um, in my experience, it's an epic fail <laughs> when you're not, you know, you can post anything, but if it's not in alignment with who you are, um, and I think that's where the feminine energy is that, you know, women create businesses about who they are. 
They're not mm. selling a product for the that. sake of selling that a product. So beautiful. Yeah, yeah we, we, it's just it's who we are, and so we have this immense responsibility and opportunity mm. and blessing to be the role model mm. for what we're teaching. And Absolutely. I know when I find when I'm out of alignment, things get a little hinky. But then I also own up to it because I'm I'm transparent. I you know I don't ever pretend to be perfect or know all the answers. Oh, I hear you, sister. This is me yeah. every single day. I'm like, oops, <laughs> time to get back. As I tell people, yeah. the reason I learn how to get out of my own damn way is because I I'm an expert at getting in my own damn way. <laughs> I read that and I loved it so much because. You know, we are still we are still prisoners of our old conditioning and our old mm-hmm. forms of the, you know thinking, and so it's so easy to slip back into those old patterns and yes. you know get lost. And so I just love that you are you own it, and I tr- trust me, I own it. My, my the emails <laughs> I send out to my my tribe, they are like I'm like wow, what must they think of me? But I feel like that is also my my purpose is to show up vulnerably and very nakedly. Yeah. in front of the women I'm meant to serve because it is part of the human process of screwing up and then coming back and then screwing up again and then reminding yourself and loving yourself and forgiving yourself and then coming back again and right, doing right. it again the next day. And that is the beauty of being human right. <laughs> that we get. We get to, you know, we get to be re- reminded of our divinity and our yeah. path and our purpose Every day. And, <laughs> yes, it's such a beautiful thing. It's so beautiful. It is. It's a beautiful mess. <laughs> it's a gorgeous, perfect mess. I, I'm high-fiving you from virtually from here. <laughs> it is. And we just, we get to show up as we are. Because mm. I, I've been in that place, you know, in, um, in a previous career where, you know, I worked my way up. I was one of the top experts, you know, in my community mm. and, you know, sought after. And there's a certain, like, my ego totally took over. And, mm. you know, and then it's just not aligned. Like, I found when I left um, my highest position in that field that, you know, people didn't seem upset. And I was like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that I, interesting? Yeah. It was, yes. And I and I look back mm-hmm. on it and I can see it for what it was that I I was I presented myself as this expert and I, I through what I did and how I acted, I created a sense of separation. Mm. And as soon as I'm able to create that connection and that humanness, because people respond so much better to me, and I've learned this over the years and I have to keep reminding myself that people respond so much better when I talk about my mistakes, when mm. I own my vulnerability, and it's it is scary, but for me, there a, a switch flipped as well. It sounds like with you, where it just became, well, I can't not share my vulnerability. Like that doesn't make mm. sense. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. you're right. It's a choiceless choice, as they say in Zen Buddhism. You know, yeah. something you have no choice about. <laughs> I know. Oh. It's like thank you and Arr! at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is, again, the feminine model of the, the vulnerability. And that even though so many of us, you, me, and the women you serve and the women I serve are, are in leadership positions, you know, they are leading a new way of working and living and thinking and creating, 
I think vulnerability is is a more is a part of the model yes. of you know being uh, not having this this exterior this perfect exterior of oh my god look at this person they have their shit together and then therefore we should model them no this person is is human and they they make mistakes and that is why I want to follow them you know so there's yeah. a different <laughs> model of leadership and it excites me beyond words Krillin because. How what a relief to be able to just breathe into our bellies and say, you know, I'm not alone. Everybody on this planet is messing up and coming back, and I want to associate with women like that. And this is how I want to learn and grow. And I, I think, you know, this is the way of the future. I, you know, my book, New Woman, New Earth, is really it talks about the way of the future and how feminine principles are going to create that path. Mm-hmm. Because the you know the imbalanced masculine or the young has not served us from an environmental perspective to a family social perspective and politically economically it has created so much imbalance and pain and hurt and it's because the, the you know the men are missing this vital feminine energy also in their own lives and so I feel the new way both for men and women is going to be based on feminine principles mm-hmm. like these where we can share and be vulnerable and we can uh we can just be human and 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 support each other in growing and expanding and reaching our full potential. I, I think that's beautiful and I, I totally agree with all of that and, and it's just again very well said. Thank you so much. So we're about out of time if you can believe that. I am like I watching cannot believe that. That's I know, I'm watching the clock crazy. going, Wait a minute, I have more to say but it's not about <laughs> me. <laughs> All about me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but before we end, Pooja, I want to make sure that, that my audience has a chance to connect with you and to learn more about you and your work and your book. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the time. Um, well, I'm most easily found on my website, which is wildradiantwoman.com. And um, I'm Pooja Madan across all social media. That would be Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. Uh, I'm the one with the short hair. If if there are other Pooja Madans, and there are, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the tiny Indian with the short hair, so <laughs> I, it should be easy to um, identify me. My book, uh, New Woman, New Earth, is. You can just check it out, newwomannewearth.com. I have uh, an overview of what the book is about, and it is really about reclaiming some old, long-lost gifts that women have always had, uh, and we just need to reclaim them. And there are seven superpowers, as I call them, and each chapter is dedicated to one superpower mm-hmm. and how women, when they integrate these superpowers into their bo- into themselves, the, the wisdom of their body, the wisdom of their menstrual cycle, the wisdom of their sexual energy, the wisdom of their emotional energy, their spiritual energy, the sisterhood, you know, and their and how their mind works and creates. So these are the main seven powers. And when these are integrated, it literally births a new woman. And we need this new woman to to have a different way of living on this planet because the current way is not working. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they can check that out on the website as well. Wonderful. Well, I'm so excited about your book, so congratulations. I know what it's like to birth a book. <laughs> Quite uh, yeah, a process. <laughs> it is the most, it is the scariest, most wonderful thing I've done, but Absolutely. yeah, I know. So, 
Wonderful. So, also, do you have any last-minute tips for the audience on how to get out of your own damn way? Hmm. I would say honor your body's message when it asks for rest. Because in our downtime, and all successful creative people tell us this, that in our downtime, the most powerful creative ideas and pathways emerge. And we just live in a culture where downtime is (laughs) poo-pooed. And as women, you know, just even if it is spending five minutes out in nature or taking a nap or sitting in meditation, rest creates space for creation in my experience and every woman that I work with. So that would be, I guess, the one thing I would share. Great. Thank you so much, Pooja, for being on the Jam Sessions. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you. It was an incredible honor, and uh, it was beautiful how our conversation just flowed, and mm-hmm. I look forward to staying connected with you, Karen. Wonderful. Me too, Pooja. And thank you all for listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions. Be sure to stay tuned for more powerful interviews with people who've learned to get out of their own damn way. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions with Creelan Peters. Join us next time for more inspirational stories and invite your friends to join us at www.creelan.com slash getoutofyourwayinterviews. That's www.krylyn.com slash getoutofyourwayinterviews. Thanks for tuning in.